Well, we got somebody on the show today that's happy. He got on his stuff, his Jets. You know, Joe, he is here. Mr. Turn Up the Jets podcast himself. But he won't go just wear his stuff without me wearing my Bane Bane on the game. So you probably can't see why I stand up. Yeah, I got my Debo shirt, my Debo shirt. But with that being said, before we get into the show, here we go is what I say like I always say. Raw thoughts hit my music. You're on time to talk sports with raw mind. Game day, who plays with updates of all kinds? From fresh box to sideline. Who got cut? Who got signed? Who's clutch when it's crunch time? The starting lineup or the pine. These athletes compete, some without even trying. You want a championship? You gotta grind. When them bright lights shine, and this game go nine, they gon' cover the story not quite like Ryan. Exclusive interviews, dudes plug like Mike Line. He's got the inside scoop of why, who got fine? Prime. Time. Got the game statistics. I could say, if you wasn't at the game, you missed it. But now Raw Mind Sports covers the distance. Front row, that's close, like a coach's assistant. You want to be in the know? Eyes open and listen. This is Raw Mind Sports, another edition. Into the show. This show is sponsored by Central Collections by Monica Ritz. Monica Ritz has handmade products. She makes bath products, facial products, cream products, Things for the kids. She also gives out gift baskets, you know. Some holidays coming up soon. Make sure you check it out. Use the promo code RAWMIND when you go to the website. The website is here below if you're viewing this visually on screen. The website is www.essentials, E-S-C-E-N-T-U-A-L-S-C-O-L-L-E-C-T-I-O-N.square.site. Again, use the promo code RAWMIND. Use the promo code RAWMIND. You'll get a 15% discount on all products. And with that being, with that being said, people, have a special guest today, and we have none other than, again, I said this before a while back, it's very hard to find a lot of Jets fans, but when you get them, you know you got a true fan. With that being said, this guy has been a good, good, loyal fan to the Jets fan base. And here we are, Joe, Mr. Turn Up the Jets. Joe, how you doing today? I'm doing well, Ryan. Excited to be here, man. Excited to to you know, reunite with you again. So, and obviously I'm riding on my high horse today. So can't wait to discuss and dive into that, into the obvious as well, which is <laughs> this guy behind me, this unbelievable human behind me right now. Oh boy. Unbelievable human. Oh boy. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> See, Jets fans are, they're like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when they got Brady. They yep. found life. They found hope. And we're going to get into that a little bit later in the show, but we're going to start here, man. Um, Talk about a few other free agents. Jimmy G goes to the Raiders. How do you feel about Jimmy Garoppolo going to the Raiders? I think I have an unpopular opinion. I think the Raiders fans are really not happy, but I think it's a good move. Um, I think it's a good contract. I think it was like three years, 60 million. Um, it's just, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a, a pretty solid contract for a quarterback who has a pretty solid resume when he's healthy, obviously. Like, that's the only thing I'm worried about. You can't convince me that if he stays healthy. He's much worse than Derek Carr, to be honest with you. Right, right, right. All about being durable. So I think it's worth the risk. It was either that or Stidham. So they they had to they had to do something. If Jimmy G stays healthy, I, I can't see why they they can't be uh, a competitor still um, this year. And yeah, um, Stidham ended up going to the um, Broncos. And for me, <laughs> you know, I think you know Derek Carr led the league in interceptions, even though they set him down. They pretty much checked him out at the end of the season. I think last few games, it was like, look. Just, 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 just call it a, a time for um with the Las Vegas Raiders, but he's not a. I mean, Jimmy's not a. As people say, like like a game changing quarterback, but he's gonna get the job done. I think he's a great leader. I think he could put people in place to do what need, necessarily need to do. 
Let's work off of him. He's back with Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels and them guys drafted Jimmy Garoppolo in New England. So I'm pretty sure this offense coordinator, Josh McDaniels, knows him. Although he was in a system for a while with Kyle Shanahan. But Josh McDaniels knows him. I think these guys will be able to, like, work together. You got Devontae just picked up the kid. Smith, I think, from the, the Patriots. You still got um, Jacobs on the franchise tag. But! At first, when I was coming on this show, I was like, they got a nice tight end. But we all know what that happened earlier yesterday, what happened in that situation. I thought they still had Darren Waller. But that's another thing for another subject. But for me, it's still the AFC West. It's just this thing about this AFC, man, these elite or good quarterbacks. I ain't gonna, I'm not saying Jim Garoppolo's elite. I'm not saying that. But playing in those areas, man, and AFC West, you got to deal with Patrick Mahomes twice a year. Just a Herbert. And, and what's the other team? She I forgot about the other Russell team. Russell Wilson. West. Um, yeah, Russell Wilson. Oh, Russell Wilson in the Broncos, which which may well have a better season with Sean Payton as a head coach. So mm-hmm. that's going to be an interesting year. I mean, next year, watching these teams in the AFC West battle it out, QB-wise. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Next subject, man. Um, Speaking of that, he lost his tight end yesterday. Dan Waller. He lost Dan Waller. How do you feel about Dan Waller getting traded for a third-round pick? And, by the way, just got married, and they sent him packing. He just got married to a wedding that McDaniels wasn't even invited to. <laughs> There's obviously some uh, cold feelings over there between those two, but I think it's a great move to the Giants' uh, sake. I mean, they flopped the pick that they traded um, Kadarius Tony away because I'm I'm sure a lot of people gave them crap when uh, Kadarius Tony was basically the star other than Mahomes in the Super Bowl, but they swap it and they with the hundredth right. overall pick and get a top five tight end again when healthy. So great great move. I think it's more of a contract thing for the Raiders because I have heard right. that their their money situation is is odd. But um, yeah, huge move of the Giants. You give Danny Dimes a guy who you gave a lot of money to. You give him some weapons. So I, I love the move. And speaking of that, because I didn't, you know, think about it right then. And this is the raw thought moment, people. On Raw Mind Sports, we may have topics we already got, we're going to pretty much discuss, but we also have topics that's going to be raw thought off the mind. Do you think Danny Dines was deserving of that big payday, his his payday that he got? Oh, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> I mean, it's just it just shows the quarterback market, but no, no, no shot at all. I mean, he he had a career hot. He had a career best season in, in a year that he threw for 15 touchdowns. I know he did a lot on the run game, but no, I so that's, that's a that's a that's a stretch. You had to bring him back. I thought they were going to franchise tag him, but then you probably lose Saquon. So but now he, he was not deserving of that. Right. I get it. You're trying to lock your guy up, but. 40 million. He he was barely gonna. I mean, if he had another bad year, he wouldn't have been on the roster coming into the 2023 year, to be honest with you. Right, right. And I got raw thoughts with that too as well. I don't think he was he was deserving of that, man. 90 million he had one good year, and it was like a game manager year. It was almost like they will just prepped you to make sure you don't lose the game for the Giants. It was one of those type of things, you know. He's a good guy, preppy guy. I guess they like those those quarterbacks right there in New York. A guy like him that just, you know, not in the, in the way, not in the traffic. He's a guy who just somewhere probably reading a book or something, but he's just not getting the job done on the field. Like, I still don't see Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones, Super Bowl champion. I can't no. see that in my vision, man. Like, I can't see it. So, if I'm going to spend that money on the type of guy, I'm going to spend it on the guy 
who I personally think is gonna be worth that much. I think he got 90 million. And look, and oh, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad my guy that thing. We're, we're gonna talk about that in a little bit. Cause uh since you quit, I'm gonna say I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm, gonna put, I'm gonna put this out here really, 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 really quick because on Raw Mind Sports again, like I just said, some comments come in from my fans or people watching the show. Let me tell you something, man. Aaron Cass, um, the guy who just made this message, he said, I hope we're discussing how Sam Donald is the future of the Niners. Let me tell you the wildest thing. Me and my dad are extremely close. That hard Giants fan. He really don't like he really don't like Daniel Jones with the Giants, but he felt like Daniel Jones had a really good group of guys around him. Daniel Jones could be good. That's his thing. He's a diehard Giants fan. But this is what my dad, my father, love him to death. Raw thoughts, and I'm gonna give you a chance to speak your piece here, Joe. He says this, you know, and I don't usually let my dad get disagreed on, but you know, I'm a, we might pull a little slide here. My dad told me yesterday, a Giants fan, diehard, born and raised in New York told me that Sam Donald is going to be the best quarterback the 49ers had in the years. He said that Whew. Sam Donald is going to be playing with a lot of weapons, a lot of good players around him to where he may be in a situation he doesn't have to force anything. He told me that in those years he was playing with the Panthers and the Jets, he had no choice but to force things. It just wasn't there. He feels, he told me this out of his own mouth. I'm like, why do we got Sam Donald? I said, why do we have Sam Donald? My dad says, trust me. Sam Donald's not a bad quarterback. He just was in some bad situations. But I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna let you have your raw thoughts right there, real quick, Joe. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't think he's crazy necessarily. It's definitely gonna be the best around in cast. I just don't think he's gonna begin as the starter. They invested a top three pick in Lance and then Purdy. The I mean, it right, says right, for itself right. he was unbelievable until the injury. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, Donald surprised me last year. He he obviously kind of had a little um I guess like revenge year, if you if you will, when he came back um, after being injured, it'll be interesting. I think we, I thought he was going to be much better in Carolina too, and even the first year when they had CMC, DJ Moore, they had some good yeah. guys. He still wasn't that guy, but hey, the the Niners probably have one of, if not the best surrounding cast in the NFL. So I I wouldn't I wouldn't think it's be totally crazy if he came in <laughs> and, and and shocked us all and played really well. And he said he threw this stat out too. He said Sam Donald at the end of his career with Steve Wilkes under Steve Wilkes, he was four and two, mm -hmm. four and two at the end of his stint in Carolina. But uh, with that being said, uh, we'll go to the next topic. Speaking of the Panthers, since we went there, did the Panthers give up too much for the number one pick of this year's draft? Uh, I mean, I think they did. Um, if they know they have a guy on their board that they think is going to be the next quarterback for the next 15 years their franchise guy then no but what did they give up two first two seconds Andy J Moore who's a 25 year old already pro bowl wide receiver so I say yes but hey if if Bryce Young or CJ Stroud turns into an all pro it doesn't it doesn't matter but if they miss on this pick it's going to be an all-time bust trade for sure for me it's it's wild like they gave up number one they got they got number one pitch excuse me I think they gave up the number ninth pick, number nine, yep. that they gave up the 64. They even gave up a really good receiver that's probably underrated in DJ Moore. Oh, yeah. And they gave him up in, in the piece of that. And I think a few other picks. I can't even, I can't even remember the rest. Two of seconds as well. Oh, man. So, whew, my thing is, just like you said, I'm going to tell you what you said right there, Joe. You said, if they really see a guy, they really won't. This is my question. I don't know what, what team wants with the number one pick. Right. I don't know which quarterback. I don't have a guy. 
in this draft, I say this is it. You know, all of them kind of on the same level to me. And I'm just saying, you know, Bryce Young is like super, super small from what I from what I heard. CJ Stroud has that arm talent. You know, they got Revis. Then you got the Richardson kid from Florida. And then you got, excuse me, um, Hooker from Tennessee. Kayla Williams is still in college. So I'm just naming those guys. I'm, you may have other guys, you know, that are in that 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 room too. But I don't know which one separates from the other. You know, then you got the Georgia, Mr. Old Guy, that won two national championships. He's in the in the run. I mean, he's I mean, he's won two national championships. I'm not saying he's box office or in that that room, but his experience may help. But for me, I don't know which one I will pick. For me to go up to get the number one pick, I think you would have to know who you really, 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 really want. Mm-hmm. Because it, for me, I would have been like, I'm just fine while I'm at. May the best man win. Unless you think these these certain quarterbacks of choices or whatever you have don't fall at number nine. You know, maybe they don't fall at number nine. Maybe you have to go elsewhere. You know, some of them probably hoping that Will Anderson gets put off the board early from linebacker from Alabama. Um but yeah, that's that's tough for me. I don't know if you got any more thoughts on it. Yeah, no, I think I think I agree with what you were saying. I don't see one guy like just screams that you have to go and trade up for him. Um, I would say maybe I, I would have waited another year and waited till Caleb Williams came because I do think he is that guy, to be right, honest. Right, with right, you. Right. And me we've too. and he's showed us everything why he is so far. Um Bryce Young, I think if he was maybe three inches taller, he'd basically be Caleb Williams, but unfortunately he's not. He's 5'10". That's really small. So he obviously has the talent, but I mean, that those odds are against him. So yeah, it's, it's definitely a lot it is, is a lot, but it's weird too, because they, right after they trade for it, they said they were already interested of trading, trading their first for the picks back. again. Yeah. Like that's, that that's, <laughs> you don't make that move without keeping that move and then right. trying to trade the move after you get it. Like you're saying, <laughs> Oh, I want some donuts. Oh, 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 man. Dang, I forgot the coffee. Well, I want the coffee over the donuts. Let's, let's put the donuts back and let me get the coffee. You know, I, that's, that's how I go. I mean, I, you, that's that's bold risk. That ain't little risk like donuts and coffee. That's, that's big That's big risk, that game-changing in the franchise risk. That's tough. But, uh, mm-hmm. again, Central Collections, this show is sponsored by Central Collections by Monica Ritz. Central Collections by Monica Ritz. Her website is www.essential, E-S-C-E-N-T-U-A-L. S E O L L E C T T I O N dot square dot site. Use the promo code raw mind. Use the promo code raw mind. Trust the people. Use that promo code. You get a 15% discount on all bath care, facial creams. Smell good. <laughs> Whatever you got, she has a lot of handmade products that she makes on bare by her own hands. Don't mind shipping and handling as well. So one safety that was on the market that people were talking about and um it's, it's a few more, but Bates from Cincinnati gets $64 million in Atlanta. We don't know the guarantee, but we know he has $64 million. Is he worth that much in Atlanta? And does, does Atlanta have enough to put around that team to say, hey, look, we got a chance to win the NFC South? I mean, I think the NFC South is certainly a toss-up, but they don't have a quarterback right now, but neither does most teams in that division. That's a lot of money to give a safety. I kind of look at like what the Seahawks gave to Jamal Adams, just a ton of money. Bates is a very good player. He's still young. I think he's only 25, but 64 million. I think the guarantee is like 30-ish. If it is, I, I don't feel terrible about it, but that's a lot of money. I think, I mean, for them, they should have been focused on getting 
Lamar Jackson, if we're being real, and not spending right. $64 million on a safety. So <clears throat> I don't know what they have uh, cooking up over there in terms of a quarterback. I mean, I don't, I don't love the amount of money. I love the player, though, but I think it is slight overpay. I think for me, base, you got your money. Do what you got to do. I understand the business. I, mm-hmm. I guess you feel like you don't know if you're going to win a championship or Super Bowl, but you got to get paid. I get that. For me, it's like, if I'm going to try to get that, you know, do you try to get that with a contender compared to trying to get that with a team like Atlanta where you're just going to go play? And right now, we don't know what Atlanta going to do. But right now, at the moment, if we predict, we don't predict them being in the playoffs again. So, you know, you're not – you go from two-time AFC championship appearance, Super Bowl appearance, to now you possibly getting ready for the draft after this season, you know, early. Hey, get your money. So I get it. Get your money. Do what you got to do. I'm just not sold on raw thoughts. The Atlanta Falcons doing anything. <laughs> Somebody made it back to the back to Florida. Jalen Ramsey made it back to Florida, not Florida State, not the Jacksonville Jaguars, not Tampa Bay, but good old Miami. He's a dolphin now. How do you feel about that with him and Xavier Howard on the two ends of a Vic Fangio defense? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's scary. I think they're going to be vastly improved on defense. They lost Byron Jones, but you know you get Ramsey for I think a third rounder and Hunter Long, Ooh. who's their backup tight end. So that's a that's an amazing move for Miami. I know he's expensive, but it's worth it because they are a contender. I mean, I do I would pay Ramsey whatever he wants as well because they are trying to contend, bearing if their quarterback and stay healthy. So I I love that move. I think Ramsey maybe stepped back a little bit, but he doesn't have to be that guy because Howard is that guy as well. So that's probably one of the best duos in the, in the NFL now. Yeah, I know they are. And the, the good news and the bad news, good news is Miami got better. The bad news is, raw thoughts, the Jets got to deal with them twice. Yep. <laughs> I don't love that move being biased. Yeah, I hate that move if we're being biased. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so – we got two more topics. Well, hold on. Yeah, yeah, two more topics. Um, Lamar Jackson right now just finally got on the mark. He's able to talk to people now because now he has he doesn't have an agent. He couldn't talk to people at first, but now the season has officially, officially opened, new season. So Lamar Jackson's situation is, is quite interesting to me. But uh, what are your thoughts on this and what the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson's heads are at this moment? I think it's a mess. I mean, I don't, I mean, I think Baltimore could have done a lot better uh, in terms of not making it a complete mess. And I mean, I get where Lamar Jackson's coming from, not personal experience, but I get like not wanting an agent doing everything on his own. But I, I think now you have to have at least somebody to advocate for him and advertise him that he is worth whatever at 150 guaranteed, 200 guaranteed. I, I don't think I think this is going to last for a while. I don't think this situation is getting cleaned up until they maybe can agree. But it seems like, you know, the Ravens are stingy. They're not going to give him this guarantee, fully guaranteed contract. You can thank the Browns for ruining the entire quarterback market. And it kind of it's disappointing because a guy like Lamar Jackson, um, MVP, won a few playoff games, is going to get screwed by it. But I think it's a disaster. I hope Lamar gets his money. He deserves it. Um, and I know if the Jets didn't get Rogers, I would have gave him 200 million it's not coming out of my pocket. Uh, and I sure a lot of teams and fan bases would say the same. He, he's a game changer. So hopefully he can get his money. But right now, I don't see it happening anytime soon, unfortunately. 
Whew. And by the way, before we get back into the topic, um, Aaron Cass said we put up on that's my sports Twitter poll. Ramsey makes the Miami Dolphins AFC champs. How do you feel about that? <laughs> Again, biased wise, I hate it. Um, <laughs> but if Tua stays healthy, yeah, I for sure they're a contender in the AFC. Absolutely. They, but that's a big if. Like Tua has to stay healthy and has to play 17 games because their defense definitely improved. And now that they got a really good defense with those weapons on offense, they they easily have you could argue they have in terms of roster and talent wise, they have the most talent in the AFC. Uh, maybe other than the Chiefs, but you could even say they arguably have more. It's just the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. So on paper, right, they're right. one of the best rosters in the league. So yeah, I think he makes them a contender for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, they they were really good on offense last year. Now the defense then took it up to another level. They did make the playoffs last year. They had to play the Bills third time, but they still got us. They got a strong shot this year. Mm-hmm. For me, Lamar Jackson situation is is like almost like it's a chess game. Lamar wants a certain amount of money. The Baltimore Ravens basically at the table saying, how about this? Since you don't like what we offered you, we're going to make it non-exclusive. I mean, we're going to try to see if somebody going to give you more than what we're going to give you. And they're probably like, and I doubt they give you more than what we're going to give you, but we're going to let you shoot your shot. So they basically, let's shoot your shot. Go out there and talk to whoever you want to talk to. Shoot your shot and let me see if you're going to get this amount of money that you want from somebody else. And if you do, we'll let you go. But if you don't, We'll just match it. And I really feel like with the situation with Deshaun Watson, kind of mess up a lot of things because Cleveland Browns always giving away money. Cleveland Browns turn over quarterbacks like we change draws every day, raw thoughts. <laughs> every time you turn around, it's a new quarterback in the system. It's over and over and over and over and over. They always try to find that one, and they still ain't found it. Right now they have Deshaun Watson. Maybe Deshaun Watson is there. But they gave him like $230 million guarantee. So, of course, Lamar Jackson going to say MVP candidate, made the playoffs, she gave a guy $230 million who didn't even play a whole year. I'm out here playing by myself, making it work. But the thing is, the Baltimore Ravens really know nobody's going to give him that. But if somebody gets lucky to do it, then they'll probably be like, oh, man, we got got. But in their mind, they probably already figured, talk to ownership, talk to people. They probably like, no, I'm going to give him. We're not going to give him as much. They probably offered it. The offer he said they gave him was three years, $133 million. 133 million guarantee. That's three years. That's all. That's 40 million a year. That was good, but I guess he wants a bigger offer in it. But all that money guaranteed three years that's a good deal. But the question is, I also say, is do you really want to stay in Baltimore? That's the next question because 33, 133 million for three years and all that is guaranteed. That's a good contract for the next three years. And then I guess they said, we'll see how you do in the next three years after that. Like, I, I that's a good contract. But you don't know what you're going to get to bring in. So Lamar Jackson has options to go out and try to find things or find people. Or hopefully somebody beats that. I think it's a few teams that can do that. You know, Stephen A was talking about my team hopefully making the move. I doubt it. But at the same time, I would love to see that move. They did. I don't care. I let them trade all the quarterback room. Sam Donald, Trey Lance. They can have whoever. You know, if um we could get Lamar Jackson with the, with the players we got. Whoo, whoo. That's a whole different game, right? Yeah. With Devo, Kittle, Christian McCaffrey. Um, it's a Pro Bowl right, team. right, 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 right. Like, that's that's <laughs> that's just enough to get it done. But I don't think they would if they do. You know what? I'll be the happiest man this year. And I'll come back on the show and say it again. I'm the happiest man this year. But I think that's what it is. I think what's going to happen is a team's going to put out a number. And once they put out a number – um, Baltimore got six days to match it, which means, bam, we're going to match it. You're still stuck with us. 
only way in this situation, if just honestly, even if he loses money or not, and let's say somebody does match it, and maybe he want to go to that team that matched it or gives up a little bit more, let's say they give up 140, 150, and Baltimore decides to keep it. The only way out of this situation, Lamar does what all the uh, certain star players do when they don't get their way. And that's sit out. Sit out. I don't want to be in Baltimore. I don't want to be in Baltimore. Maybe Baltimore say, okay, you can have them. We'll just give them up for whatever. We'll just trade them off if you don't want to be here. Maybe he sits out. Maybe he's really in a situation where he just don't want to be in Baltimore. I think it's not just the money. I think it's also like, can we really continue in Baltimore? Can we win the Super Bowl? The AFC just got Aaron Rodgers. AFC has Kansas City Chiefs. AFC has the Miami Dolphins. We don't know what the Buffalo Bills going to do. AFC still got Cujo in Cincinnati. Like, where do you go, like, other than a wild card? Mm-hmm. Right now, the Baltimore Rays will probably just be a wild card if they are a wild card. They got to deal with Cincinnati twice a year in their division. So, you know, this Cincinnati going to get better on offense. Joe, Joe Cool, as he stay healthy, going to get better, better every year. Joe Cool done been to two AFC championships, two Super Bowls. Joe Cool is the AFC North at this moment. We think about the AFC North. I know we see the, the Cleveland Browns and the Sharon Watchers come back. But Joe Cool is the team out of that division who has made some good, really, really far appearances in the playoffs, is what I want to say. So for me, Raw Thoughts people, I think Lamar is going to go out here. Somebody's going to match. I really think the Baltimore Ravens going to take their time and match it. As long as it ain't nothing outrageous. To prove them, Lamar, I see, I told you, that's all you're going to get on the open market. But Lamar still got a little leverage. You want to sit out? Just sit out. Call it a day. Your raw thoughts on this if I conclude that topic. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think um, – I mean, if you're the Ravens, you have to bring him back because there's no option B. I mean, you're you're almost probably the bottom of that division easily, actually, um, even below Pittsburgh if you don't have Lamar Jackson. So you got to make this guy happy because I do think he will sit out. I, I agree. I don't think he's going to play under the franchise tag even though it's it's 32 million you look at it i mean geno smith and daniel jones is getting paid more than 32 million this year so that's what makes it so worse yeah (laughs) the market is crazy right now so he wants his money um again i'll I'll repeat it i hope he does get his money but we'll we'll see the the ravens kind of i mean they basically want everyone to do the dirty work for him you know talk to him give him a deal and then be like oh okay Hey, we'll we'll outbid you because I did see the only two teams that could uh, that they could not outbid would be the Bears and would be the Falcons. Again, it wouldn't it doesn't make sense why the Falcons the Falcons could outbid the Ravens, whatever, because they have so much more money than them. Right, right, which, right. Again, doesn't even make sense why they're not doing this, but um, I don't really get it. But in terms of that, the Ravens realistically could outbid anyone else, so they can do their dirty work and they'll just say, "Okay, welcome back." <laughs> Raw thoughts. Um. Breaking news, Ezekiel Elliott, Mr. Big Money running back. Jerry said bye-bye to him today. Where do you think Ezekiel Elliott lands at, or you think Ezekiel Elliott is done? Uh, I, th- I think Ezekiel still has got a few more solid years in him. Um, I'm, I've been hearing that the, the weird rumor that I've been hearing is possibly Cincinnati. Um, I know Mixon's there, but they uh, they're they got to owe Mixon fourteen million this year. They don't know if they're going to give him a long term contract. 
long-term contracts for running backs usually don't happen. So I think Cincinnati could be a good fit. And then honestly, one of those, yeah, I mean, Hey, yeah, I actually, I didn't even think of that either. So that's probably (laughs) the main reason why that's a rumor or even a team like Miami or Buffalo. I mean, they, they clearly don't have that top dog running back. Not that Zeke is that guy anymore, but he definitely would be an upgrade or at least help them of what they already have. So um, those are probably my three teams. I won't be surprised to see him in the AFC. I think he'll go to a contender, if anything. Um, For sure. Somebody that's like, you know, not just anywhere. I think he'll go somewhere where, like, they don't need him to run as much. Even if he's the two running back, it's it's a two-headed monster in the backfield. Maybe you bring him in for certain plays, certain runs, you know. They always say the average running back lasts, like, five years because, like, they get their best years. Now, you have some that can really overachieve that. But most of the time they're saying those guys usually last, like, five years because – those guys got to run between those tackles. He's a between-the-tackle type of guy. He ain't running tall sweeps all the time. He's running between the tackles. So you deal with those big D linemen hitting you, wearing tear, and I think that's probably why they probably feel like he's not the same no more. I mean, honestly, bro, thoughts of you. If you run between the middle of them, them big 300, 400-pounder guys every single time, I don't care if you get a few touchdowns, but even if they hit you once, twice, even if they hit you on the back end, that's mileage off the running back. That's just me. Raw thoughts. Now, before I um get into a subject real quick, I got a video to play. And, yes, Aaron Rodgers in Broadway. Turn of the Jets. This is his definite topic here. So I'm pretty sure he's ready to uh go in. And I got a video I want to play real quick. And I don't know if it's a right or wrong video, but here we go. Raw thoughts. And this is my thing. And now that the Jets couldn't get their car, they won it between their car or Aaron Rodgers. I guess they feel like in some way in form that Aaron Rodgers is going to come to New York and be a Jet. Like Rob Salah. I like Nathaniel Hackett as office coordinator because he knew Aaron Rodgers. And see, Aaron Rodgers is like one of the luckiest men on earth who ain't seen or been to the Super Bowl in years. And gets everything he wants. He can get his cake and eat it too. We know that the Packers don't have an owner, have ownership like a, a true owner. They're, they're shares. They're owned by shares. And now you bring them to the Jets. Now he about being that ruthless crowd. And Rodgers, I guess he maybe he can handle it. He's ruthless. He's very raw thoughts. We'll we'll find out. But for me, going to the Jets, it don't mean that he ain't going to the Super Bowl either. He ain't going to the Super Bowl. New York, AFC. You got the Bills again. Miami. Patriots always can get coached up. All right. Now, Aaron is in Broadway. It's <laughs> over with. So, uh, I had a roll take um, the other day. And, you know, uh, <laughs> here, here we go, man. Um, the floor is yours, Aaron Rodgers. And listen to the Pat McAfee show. By the way, I'm going to get into some raw thoughts after you get through. But, but the floor is yours. It's your time. I know you're excited. So, here we go. <laughs> yeah, that video. I mean, I, I definitely get why people think it's going to be hard. The AFC is clearly better than the <laughs> NFC. Um, haven't seen this. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's weird because when, um, you know, Pennington was the quarterback and then they 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 uh, shipped him out to Miami. Um, and now years later, they have Mike White. He gets shipped out to Miami. And now Rogers is a jet ba- uh, essentially is a jet or will be a jet. Um, but yeah, the AFC is tough. It's going to be tough. I mean, clearly they're a better team. It's, you know, their win now mode. So 
we'll see. You do, like you said, you got the Dolphins, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Bengals. Um, the Jaguars are going to be a, a team that is going to be a contender for the next few years or just run that AFC West because it's not a good division. Um, AFC South, I'm sorry. Uh, there's not a good division. Um, you got Ooh. the Chargers as well. Who knows? Brown, Broncos could uh, bounce back. A really good division, um, but – I mean, they got Aaron Rodgers. I think everyone wants to at least have some hope for a little bit. I don't know how it's going to pan out, but everyone's just going to point at the Brady situation. We'll see what happens. At least the Jets are going to be – they have the team to compete right now, so you might as well make the big move. And whether people think Derek Carr was the option or not, of course, year by year, Rodgers is the guy. But um, I'm not going to say they're going to win the Super Bowl, but they certainly have a better chance with him than without him, obviously. So for me, um, man, I didn't realize the Jets, after all the talking I was doing, had a top five defense last year. It was a lot of close games. Top but they four. Were still in the t- whoa, whoa, whoa. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah, come on. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. So I'm like, I'm talking this jump. Maybe it was missing the quarterback. The sad part is, I feel sorry for Zach Wilson. I don't think Mike White really, you know, I, don't, I think he left, but either way, um, yeah, he went to Miami. Is what, yeah, what yeah. I was saying is, uh, when uh, they got when the Jets got far, Pennington was uh, he got sent out to Miami, and then now when they got Rodgers, Mike White got sent out to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how, how the universe recycles itself, yeah. So, uh, so Zach, I don't know what Zach Wills could do, he just had to sit back and learn because that's about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's no way you're beating out Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers healthy, you can talk all you want, but um. For me, Aaron Rodgers is just whoo, the definition to get your cake and eat it too. Went to Pat McAfee. He told Adam Schefter, get lost, lose my number. Nice try. I'm going to do it on Pat McAfee's show. A guy who ain't consistently on everybody's radar. Couldn't nobody get him. So basically said, I'm going to do what I want, when I want, whenever I want. And he also knew he's going to get something done eventually. He also talked about the Packers, which I was talking about earlier in the video, in shares. So, like, they really don't have no ownership. It's hard to talk. You're not like talking to an owner, like you're talking to so many people, fans, but just it's different when your, your team is owned by a lot of shares compared to just one owner. It's easy to go to an owner or an owner come to you and say, Well, you have an owner, we don't need you no more, or we'll just say, like, hey, look, it was a good run, but we decided to go in another direction. It's easy when you have an owner, but when you're with the Green Bay Packers and all that stuff they got, you're dealing with a GM who really is just a GM, but really don't know if he can pull the plug or not, and it's hard for him to make certain decisions without going to some 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 very powerful people. And every year they were expected to go to the Super Bowl, go somewhere, go somewhere, it didn't happen. This Jets team is pretty good. This Jets team has some people loaded. It just said the AFC going to be tough. And I really mean that. Patrick Mahomes has been there. You have to play Patrick Mahomes. The good news is you get to see what your, your team is like because you're going to play Miami twice. You're going to play the Bills twice. You're going to play a coached-up Patriots team twice. And they play the whole AFC West. So they and play the, whole, the Chargers, oh boy. Chiefs, Denver, Raiders. Popcorn yep. ready, baby. Get your mm-hmm. popcorn ready this year. So we get to see what this Jets team is going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, but Aaron Rodgers has put us on this show or in suspense for however he wanted to and whenever he wanted to give it out. And it's amazing that we go through this every year and now he finally made a decision to make the choice. He has some people there. He tried to bring some guys there. Um, I don't know who the guys he wanted to bring. Excuse me, Teddy Bear. I do know the guys he brought him to bring. He talked about Odell Beckham. He brought in Lazard is already there. 
Mm-hmm. They talking about um Randall Cobb, Mercedes Lewis. You still got weapons you already have there. Like, I don't know who's gonna bump out who. Like, you know, Gary Wilson, I think he's the number one receiver. You know, oh, yeah. right now. Now I don't know where you're gonna move Lazard there. I don't know if he's the number two. Then you have the other kids, Elijah Moore still there. I want to say mm-hmm. Elijah Moore's still there. Now you have him, you know, moving around. So, like, uh, the running back situation is really well, you know, you got my guy from NC State from my area, the 252 area. Bam, he's still mm-hmm. there. So I don't know if he'll be the starting running back. I don't know who's starting running back. Because honestly, I don't know too much about the Jets. That's what you come in at, raw thoughts. But uh where do you think this team will land prediction-wise, preseason on paper? Where do you think this team will be? Uh, it's tough to tell because they still the draft free. And now they could actually, you know, work on free agents. They definitely need to upload their offensive line. Um, I won't be surprised if they add another weapon. So it's tough to look at the roster right now and predict just because they're they're gonna make some additions and obviously draft picks, and then it depends on what draft picks they give away for Rodgers. But, I mean, I think you at least got to win double digits. I think that's the automatic ex- – the expectation is playoffs. I mean, it could be Super Bowl. You could do Super Bowl or bust, but the Jets haven't made the playoffs in 12 years. So, um, first expectation is playoffs. If you get there, then then you can talk about a championship or whatnot. But 10, 10 games at the minimum. I mean, they cannot, lo- they cannot win any less. Um, it would be a complete failure if they lost less than uh, – if they won less than 10, 10 games. And we're coming off a season when Aaron Rodgers didn't make the playoffs and was at home and lost to the Detroit Lions. So do you think the Green Bay Packers are going to ask for a lot? He said it's all about them getting the correct conversation and stuff straight. What do you think the Green Bay Packers are going to ask for other than draft picks? you think they're going to take away players too as well? I don't know. I've heard that. Um, but my understanding is like they don't have any leverage anymore because Rodgers already – Rodgers has said it he already told the Jets and the Packers that he wanted to come to the Jets last Friday. So he actually wasn't the one holding everyone up. It's the Packers because they can't agree to compensation, but which doesn't make sense because they want to get rid of them. I think it's going to end. They're not going to get to first. I know that was floating around today. No way. No shot. Uh, I think it's going to be a second round this year and then maybe a second round next year that possibly can turn into a first if there was like some incentive if you know right, right, they right, went right, to right. the Super Bowl or Rodgers played a second season because obviously you're thinking it's probably one year in bus or it could be more who knows so maybe something like that um and then in terms of players one player I would not be surprised would be Corey Davis um because he's going to be a casualty and they just got re- and they just got Lazard basically the same player but younger so I-, I could see maybe Corey Davis being a part of that as well yeah for me um Just it's just I, I I can see a lot of things happening here. I know they're not gonna get what they want, and I know it's pretty much done. But isn't it amazing, like how teams or rumors or media try to figure out what was going on, and then he comes out there and says, "I've been told him since Friday," but you know, you know, he didn't say it. They were assuming, and the whole time now it's the Green Bay Packers are holding it up. So he literally told people. That the Green Bay Packers is holding this up because mm-hmm. we all know the Jets want them and the Jets willing to do whatever to get them. But the Green Bay Packers holding them up. Green Bay Packers, I guess, want to see where everything's at. What they, I'm thinking the reason why they did hold it up because Green Bay Packers trying to figure out what their needs are. And I get it. And, that, and that's that's reasonable because once you get rid of Aaron Rodgers, like Aaron Rodgers for years has carried a team somewhat talented on team, somewhat okay. Sometimes like last year by himself. I mean, a good running system with Matt LaFleur. So now you got to figure out, okay, we got Jordan Love. What do we really need? 
to like keep us in the hunt. They don't. I don't think the Packers really want to like rebuild. I just think they want to at least be in the hunt in the NFC. And the NFC, you have a better shot than the AFC. Just oh, yeah. raw thoughts. But uh, anything else you want to say before um I wrap this show up? Uh, no, I, I think you hit it on the head uh, with the uh, Packers. That's an open division, too. Like, there's not one powerhouse division, Lions, Bears, Vikings. Vikings have lost a lot of guys. The Lions are maybe promising, maybe the Bears, too. It's kind of a question mark. So I think, um, you know, the, the Packers aren't going to try to full rebuild, just build around love. But, uh, yeah, other than that, man, it's always a pleasure. I appreciate you having me on um, and just, you know, celebrating – a good day for me in football and also talking a lot of other free agent moves. I know it's been a crazy few days since the, the uh, tampering period, but obviously the free agency just started today. So, but yeah, man, um, happy to be here. But with that being said, I forgot one thing and raw mind sports sometimes can mess up the script, but here we go. I call this the raw thought minute. That's how we're going to conclude the show. Raw thought minute means you can talk about any topic, whatever topic for one minute or less. Or what's on your raw thought mind? It's never a topic that we discuss. It's something that's just rarely that's already on your mind that's not even talked about before we add a show. Who <laughs> threw me on there? Uh, the raw thought minute, baby. The raw yeah. thought minute. Raw thought. I'll just let everyone know that you know Ryan and I met each other in person uh, about last year, so that was really cool, and it's just cool to you know make the connections through the the sports content. Um, I kind of stepped away from it for a little, but I'm happy to be back. Happy to be working with, uh, you know, my raw mind guy over here and Ryan. Uh, it's always a pleasure to, you know, talk sports and, uh, even keep in touch about life. You know, him and I will text back and forth sometimes, uh, even though, you know, life gets crazy, but it's, you know, the sport content creating thing is really cool. Uh, made a lot of good relationships and, you know, I think Ryan was one of only two that I've actually met in person. So that was definitely a, uh, a cool moment because um, we were both in North Carolina. I definitely hope to maybe be back there someday because I love the warm weather. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's that. That's my my raw mind minute right there, or probably like forty seconds. <laughs> man, that was great. Yeah, we met, man, and he's a lot taller than he looks in person. Uh, he's <laughs> taller than me for sure. So I, I'm a little shorter than him. And I looked at him when I first saw him. That's what it was. I was like, oh, dude, tall. <laughs> I'm a little short, so you know. Uh, with that being said, man, I'll let you hit hold down the raw thought minute. You know, Joe from Turn Up the Jets was here. Grateful for him to be here today. Hopefully his dreams can come true. And instead of getting rid of the dust on the Super Bowl trophy they got with Joe Namath and maybe bringing something to life in the AFC, who knows? We may see. We may see. But with that being said, Joe Turn Up Sports, Turn Up the Jets podcast was here. And you know who I am, Mr. Raw Mind, Raw Thoughts. Follow me on all podcast platforms, social media, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. You already know, Raw Thoughts is out. <laughs>